Well, it has been a hot minute if you're following the podcast, if you're up to date. It's been a while since I've done a podcast. And it started with me having allergies and sounding like crap. And then I just put it off and I put it off and I put it off. And now it is into May. My last one was in March. But you know what? I'm not beating myself up, getting back on the bandwagon. Uh, the past few months have been really, really busy, but we know consistency is key. That's why the podcast is named Touch the Line. Touch the Line is a form of, if you're doing like uh, sprints, you're doing suicides in sports when you were younger. Um, when you go to do a suicide, you have to bend down and touch the line. And so everything I do, I want to touch the line. A lot of people just get really close. Um, so when I record a podcast, I am all in. I don't just do one off the whim. I don't do one um, if I just not 100% into it. So I'm very thoughtful. Today, we're going to talk about how to create a culture of feedback. Here we go. You're listening to Touch the Line Podcast. My name is Evan Silver, and here we focus on leadership, culture, and building a team. This podcast was created to serve you so you can serve others. Why do we need a culture of feedback? Why is it important? Well, this is something that I've spent years. So I came in on our company 2018. It's 2022 now. So four, it'd be four years this September. And one thing when I first started, I worked for an organization where I constantly got feedback on myself. Always had someone developing me and telling me, hey, this is where you need to grow. When I came into our company about three weeks out before I made the transition, I kind of freaked out. And I was like, you know what? I don't have anyone who's going to tell me where I need to get better at. I'm not going to get feedback. Now, I can go ask for that feedback, but I'll be honest, the first couple of years, it was more of like, oh, you're doing great. You're doing great. You know, And I'm like, no, I need some like constructive feedback that I can grow from. So there's three types of feedback. There's positive feedback, which hopefully your company is doing, giving positive feedback, telling people they're doing great. Uh, there is negative feedback, which hopefully your company is not doing. And then there's constructive feedback. Uh, positive feedback is something that when you do positive feedback, when you tell people about something, like, oh my gosh, like in our industry, we hear a lot, oh my gosh, her hair looks so great. Here's one key thing when you're doing positive feedback is to give specific positive feedback. Oh my gosh, her hair looks so great. Uh, what you did around her face, um, the the color, whatever, like be very specific because a lot of times we get into a culture like, oh, this is beautiful. This is beautiful. Tell me what is beautiful. Pick out something very specific um, when you're giving positive feedback. Negative feedback is something you just want to crush. Um, is something that they're just giving you feedback and there's no solutions. There's no, like, there's no structure. Um, there's nothing really to grow from it. That's something you want to squash in your company. But today we're going to be talking about constructive feedback, how to give constructive feedback, how to create that culture of constructive feedback. The first thing is we all sit in a different seat in our company, right? Like in, in our company, 
I sit in a different role as an owner and as a non-licensed cosmetologist. And I travel around coaching companies as well. So I sit in a different seat because I'm out in other salons. So I, I see things from a different perspective than someone who is a few years into the company and is behind the chair and is there for 18 to 32 hours a week, you know, and, and, and the, our company, like I'm, I'm, I'm not always there, but I'm always working on the company. If that makes sense. Not that one seat's better than the other, but do you think a person in your company that has been there for two months, you would agree they sit in a different seat than you do, right? Now, we sit in a different seat than they do. We see things from where we are from where we are sitting differently, and we see things that they don't see, vice versa. Someone newer to your company or someone who's been there for just a few years, they're seeing things that you don't see, and they're seeing things from a different perspective. And what we got to do is we have to get that feedback. Now, creating the culture of feedback, how do you get that culture of feedback into your company? Well, the first thing is you got to go first. I don't know. You were probably uh, waiting to hear that <laughs> on a leadership podcast. We always have to be the ones that go first. And so creating a culture of feedback, you have to constantly ask for feedback. Now, the first, if you're not doing this already, your team's going to be kind of like, what? Because I'm going to give you some questions to ask. And they're probably going to be like, what is this a setup? Like, are you trying to get rid of me? <laughs> and it's like, no, you're really wanting to grow. When you are ready to grow, you're going to want that feedback. So you're going to have to go first. Now, let me tell you a little, uh, let me tell you a story. We have someone that's been with our company uh, for a couple of years and she kind of walked into she walked into our company as I'm a couple of years into creating this culture of feedback. So the people that's been with our company longer, as I'm starting, my wife and I are starting to create this culture of feedback, they're going to be a little bit longer to give feedback. Let me explain. Because they see this big ship they've been on. We're starting to turn it. When, you know, when it's already halfway turned, we have people already getting on board, which are new employees. And they're just thinking, oh, this is normal. It's normal for Evan and Aaron to ask, hey, what can we get better at as leaders? What are some ways that we can serve you? If you were in my position, what would you do? That, that's completely normal to them. So our, nor, our newer employees are more acceptable to get on this culture of feedback. The ones that's been in your company, if, you've, if you had your company 10, 15, 20 years and you've never asked these questions, then they're going to they're going to hesitate on giving you feedback. So that's completely normal. So just, you know, if you're having a tough time, you're like it's taking a while. Yes, it's going to take a while to get this culture feedback. So we had someone in our company has been there for a couple of years and I would mention something and to me it didn't seem to like I thought I was communicating it very well. What happened was she's like, "Hey, I was leaving." She's like, "Hey, do you have a couple of minutes?" To chat and I said absolutely. So we go in the office and she said, "Hey, when you say this, this is how it makes me feel." And I know that's not your intentions. I just wanted to um, bring it up to you. 
That is a culture of feedback. And what I did was I didn't try to defend myself. Thanked her for that feedback. Now, if I sat there and defended myself and was like, well, you know, this is this is what I meant and blah, blah, blah. And like, made, then you think that's going to make her want to come to me for feed, like give me feedback? Absolutely not. So when we try to defend ourselves, what it does is it squashes the, the culture of feedback. So what you have to do is you have to receive it even if you don't agree with it. Even if you don't agree with it. Even if I was, you know, I would, let's just say in this situation, which I don't want to get too uh, specific on the situation. Let's say I, I thought she was totally in the wrong. You know, that she was not in the wrong, by the way. But I would say, hey, thank you so much for letting me know. Thank you so much. I can't get better as a leader um, if I don't get honest, true feedback. So jumping into some questions to ask your team. Here's number one. What's it like to be on the other side of me? What's it like to be on the other side of me? Now, today we had educator training in our company. There's When you have um, turnover in your company, one or two things are happening. You're either not developing your leaders or you're hiring the wrong people. You're either not developing your leaders, the people in your company, or you're hiring the wrong people. So what's it like to be on the other side of me? We had an educator training this morning. My wife led it, which was, she's just phenomenal when it comes to this stuff. So we realized we have to develop our educators because when we have new people in, we've got to develop our educators on our, our brand promises to how to have tough conversations. And today was on how to give and receive feedback. Now, giving feedback is an art. It really is. Like, I mean, you've probably received feedback before in the past and you've been like, ooh, that was not really communicated great. <laughs> so today we talked about giving and creating feedback. And so what we did uh, is we pulled a uh, piece of paper out of a bowl and we had to ask this question. One of them was, what's it like to be on the other side of me? And they got to choose someone in the circle that would give them honest, true feedback. And right now you're just like, oh my gosh, this would go sideways with our company. Well, you got to realize this is our educators in our company. I think we could do this with our whole company, to be honest with you. But with our educators, it was a very tight, you know, um, group of people. So we asked, what's it like to be on the other side of me? And the question I had was, what are my greatest strengths and weaknesses? And the response was really great. So the first thing she said is, hey, do I have permission to coach you up? Do I have permission to speak into that? I said, absolutely. So always ask permission. And you can use this too. You can use, hey, I know these are not your intentions, but this is the way it comes across. Another one is perception and reality. I know this is not your reality, but the perception is X. Because perception is reality. So she says, hey, you are really great at communicating. You communicate often. You communicate, um, you know, everything is coming up. But there are times where you will miss the mark in communication. And like, for instance, we have uh, 
sometimes I will schedule shadow days during our interview process. I'll shadow, I'll schedule shadow days within a couple of days. And so what that does is it to me, to me, to be completely honest, it's easy for me to schedule that because I don't, I'm not there having them shadow me. But to our team, if I didn't ask that question, what are my strengths and what are my weaknesses? What I have to do with shadow days, I have to schedule them out weeks in advance. And I do that so it can serve our team. Because when I throw on a shadow day, it's like, oh, hey, Sally, this is Julie. Julie shadowing today. Or telling Sally the night before that Julie will be shadowing her. That can really stress some people out. So if we don't create a culture of feedback, I would have never gotten that. I would have never gotten that if I didn't ask that question. Am I going to become a better leader and serve our team better through hearing some tough things? Absolutely. So we have to go first. So the first one, what's it like to be on the other side of me? That is that that's a that can get a that can get really deep. <laughs> Second one is if you were in my position, what are some things you would change? Again, you're going to be opening up their mind. If you were in our position, what are some things you would change? And third one, how can I provide greater value? What a way. Like we we ask this in every one-on-one. Hey, what what can we do to serve you for the next 30 days? And that's just an opportunity for us to get some feedback so we can serve our team. So what's it like to be on the other side of me? If you were in my position, what are some things you would change? And how can I provide greater value? This all starts with you. If you feel like you have a great culture and you're starting to create that culture of feedback, get the leaders in your um, on your team, get them together, train them on feedback, on how to give feedback. And if you need any help whatsoever, I would love to coordinate this with you. Um, I do Zoom calls and I do in-salon workshops. I would love to schedule uh, with your lead team. We could do it over Zoom or I could fly to you and or drive to you, scoring where you're at, and create this environment to give feedback because I'm telling you, it will radically change your company because it will not so much be about you and what you want, but you're getting feedback and you're developing yourself as a leader. That's the culture of feedback. If you have any questions, uh, DM me on Instagram at evansilver.co. And you can always go to my website, evansilver.co. That's evansilver.co. You guys have a beautiful week and I will see you in two weeks. Thank you for listening to Touch the Line podcast. Connect with me on social media and my website by searching evansilver.co. That's evansilver.co. If this episode impacted you, please leave a review and share it on all social media. Thanks for tuning in.